to be present, we must be intentional. And to bear fruit, we must feed the soul. You're listening to Positive and Ponder. Hey Ponders, welcome back to another episode of Pause, Sip, and Ponder. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm so excited because one, we have a new setup. I got a new camera, finally. It only took like three years. (laughs) Um, But I'm super grateful. I feel like everything happened for a reason, the greatest timing. Um, So eventually I wanted to expand and you know, touch the YouTube world um, and dabble in it. So I'm so excited to be able to um, have my first video podcast from my own equipment with my dear friend, Dag. Um, I'm super excited for this episode because it's kind of, it's kind of going to be a catch up episode, right? So it's going to be super casual. Um, And so I'm excited to talk about I think this year uh, I really had the chance of like reconnecting with people I haven't seen in a long time. I think the pandemic kind of like definitely encouraged that too, is just to um, reconnect with humans in general and to slow down. And I guess how, um, let's just start with how you've been. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> it's going to make up a name. Like, yeah. like I'm, uh, hi, I'm Copernicus. <laughs> I'm Deg Maui. Uh, and went to high school with Pauline, good friends for a long time. Mm. Um, yeah, about the, the pandemic, yeah, like a lot of people had time to themselves and just thinking and stuff like that and really gave thought to like their like relationships and past relationships mm. and stuff like that. And that's giving time for people to really just come back into the world and reconnect with those people. Right, yeah. Yeah, like us, for example. Yeah, and it just happened so like... Like, there was a, t- a period of time, and what we're going to talk about, um, basically, just to give some context on what this episode really is about, and how, why I chose Dag to be my guest speaker, um, really is talking about what happened after high school. I think yeah. <laughs> a lot has changed. I mean, the, the moment that we reconnected when I invited him to my birthday not too long ago, it's like, we really had a time of nostalgia, the time of, like, sharing what we've learned, because... Although it wasn't that long ago, mm-hmm. you know, we're still super young. Um, you learn so much, like you yeah. encounter so much things and um, so much changes and, you know, different moments of like evolution in our life. Yeah, and that's, that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode. Um, and first, let's talk about you. Um, <laughs> what are you doing currently um, and um. what do you have to share with those who are who are not familiar with who you are. <laughs> um, so I am studying at University of Maryland. Um, right now we're in the basement of my the house where I'm renting out with a couple friends. Mm. You know this already. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, studying bio. I'm taking it easy, but making art on the side. So I love the human body, like how it works and stuff like that, as well as um, just like in the arts Mm. Is like specifically has been something I've been dabbling much more into. Like uh, this semester, I actually took a poetry class, okay. which is something I never actually saw myself doing. Yeah, and it's uh, it was very embarrassing initially, like writing a poem. Then, <laughs> what was like, it about? The poem. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's I, it was a whole semester of poems. Yeah, and uh, some were like really introspective, mm. and those were my favorite kind of poems to write because. Well, in order, like for me at least, to write 
poems, I really had to just be, I mean, I feel like this is people in general, actually, but mm. I had to be really genuine to, like, my circumstance and myself. Like, that includes my past, my present, and, like, what I hope for the future. And I'm mm. trying to condense that into, like, stylistic diction and stuff like that. It was it was pretty complex. and uh, A it, new form of art, of expression, I'm r- sure. Really, yeah. And it, it completely took me from the, the left field. It blindsided me because of how much I loved it, actually. Yeah. And I, I really have been trying to do more of it just so I can stay more in touch with myself. Mm. So it's like I'm nearing the end of my college experience and I really want to dabble and explore like myself and thus the arts Mm. really yeah so just some background guys i guess we should start with like talking about our friendship like how (laughs) it all started first i want to say i'm so sorry because (laughs) i found out that he went to my middle school and i hadn't like i didn't not remember dag at all (laughs) because i was like dag wait where did you go to middle school and he was like pauline (laughs) like we went to the same middle school and i was like oh (laughs) <laughs> see i i we i knew pauline because you were like one of the most talented students in the art you're gonna roll your eyes but you should have seen the way our teacher was riding pauline's back she was kind of obsessed <laughs> pauline's back me. was curved our teacher's just standing there it's like she's the best oh <laughs> like, my like, gosh. um yeah no pauline was like the most talented and the most decorated of the art students in our seventh grade and eighth grade art classes <laughs> And uh, I remember, like, going, like, oh, man, like, I want to get as good as artists here one day. And that's how I mostly knew Pauline. Like, we weren't too close. And then high school, this is yeah. some more context. Uh, we, li- we, I said we lived. <laughs> we were in, a, a like, a magnet art program in our high school. And it was double period. So we spent a lot of time in this art classroom. And mm. you just get to mess around with people, explore, like, their art and how they think and stuff. I actually, I was about to pull out my phone, but I think that's unprofessional. Because mm. I got like a memory uh, on my phone of us bullying each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like opened it up this morning. I was like, ah, this is sweet. <laughs> the perfect time. That's how we express love. That's like my biggest yeah. thing. When I express love to those I really care about, I will hit them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a, a lot of head pushing too. Yeah. I remember like, I, I think I pushed someone's head and they hit <laughs> something. And I was just like, no, it's yeah. that part of it. I meant the yeah. push. But yeah. no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was some really goofy times. Yeah, and I think what was so interesting at that time was like, like talking about who we were before. Um, I don't think we actually got close until recently in terms of how much we would open about. Because when you see someone like every day, it's like um, surprisingly, you know. I mean, we were always dedicated to art, and we just never really had time to really talk about, you know, things at home. And I think when you're in high school, you don't really... I mean, I wasn't really comfortable talking about it all the time anyways during that time. And so um, us reconnecting years later, uh, although it was like kind of sad that we didn't see each other, like obviously we have so much stories to tell of Mm -hmm. what happened um, in between that time and now. And that's what I really wanted to... (laughs) I put it on silent. Do you guys see this? <clears throat> so unprofessional of me. <laughs> um, what did I say? What is this? What, it was my what, mom. What did I do? It was my mom. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, um, that's what I really wanted to talk about. Uh, what happened in those years? Because yeah. we graduated 2018. It's about to be 2022. Crazy. Um, 
And what I found so interesting in gaining perspective from the people I've I've seen throughout, especially during this pandemic, it's like everyone went through something different. Mm-hmm. Um, while at the same time, like you learn that um, everyone is going through something, like some type of trial or some type of hill that they're like trying to get over, yeah. you know. Um, which is, I guess it's kind of cool. Now you understand why like adults go to get coffee and stuff. Like it's really to just talk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's like, what you said about like people being uncomfortable, like in high school or like us specifically, you're speaking for yourself, but Mm -hmm. I trust me, that was like every one thing for the most part, unless you were crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like people were like mostly keeping to themselves and stuff like that because you know in high school you're still testing the waters you're still dipping your toes in the pool. Oh my gosh yeah and it's like we had no idea back then we were just like literally just going to school but there was just so much shape shifting and who we were during that time and like Mm -hmm. we just had no idea what would come our way. Yeah it's uh it's really interesting like people like in general have been coming to like that same consensus like damn near everyone I meet, excuse mm. me, <laughs> and, um, like, I think it has to do a little bit with, like, people are starting to realize, like, we're all pretty similar, you know, yeah. like, we all, and we're all human. feel we're human, we have emotions, and mm. we can understand, like, each other's anxieties, or the opposite, like, the things that make us happy, so it's, yeah. people are so much more willing to express those things, and, like, find people that kind of resonate, yeah. which is really wholesome, yeah. and I'm glad that it's happening. For sure, yeah. yeah. Um, first let's, let's take a step back. Um, who were you in high school? Like, what were you doing? Mm. What were the things that you enjoyed or in like, how was like your social life too? (laughs) It's, I I usually tell this, like, I actually have talked about this multiple times before with just people, you know, just happening and the conversation just happens. And, uh, I usually tell like the same exact way. Like I remember like freshman year, I was so uncomfortable for the mm. most part coming out from uh, Newport it was I don't even think it was because of the, the change that much it was like I just didn't know if I found my click and stuff and mm. I were you kind of like floating around uh, in a sense? it was more like I like an avoidance thing more than anything I don't mm. yeah so I remember I came to the school like the school year late and in my eyes it was so late but it was four days Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i swear to god and it was uh because my dad didn't plan our summer vacation i mean like he planned it well it was an amazing trip (laughs) don't get me wrong but it like the timing was off so we got back from norway like the third day into the the school year so i get there the fourth day and i'm like walking around and pretty much everyone knows the layout of the school Mm. i haven't even walked through on like our school einstein at the time and uh that like threw me off people already were sitting together and stuff like that so oh wow i, I can imagine like the anxiety a little bit yeah i, I remember like, walking around where do i, I sit I like I in the movies where you have your lunch and you're like yeah like i don't want to sit which at table? table and somebody looks at me and goes ew like, <laughs> like, it's like oh god <laughs> so i just avoided that and i remember going to the vac and that was like the place i felt most comfortable so for a big like basically freshman sophomore year i a lot of my time was spent in the VAC, like hanging out with Wilder. Wow. Yeah, Wilder, friend. I don't know if I should be dropping well, if, names yeah, like that. If you want, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys don't know last names. Emily. <laughs> uh, Emily Our entire Patricia. class will just see this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Maisha. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember Maisha. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <She> Maisha. <didn't. laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if Maisha's going to watch this, but if you do, Maisha, I miss you. <laughs> and Patricia, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, I remember her, yeah. Yeah, she was great. So I would wow. spend a lot of time there. It was a bit of a coping mechanism so that I could avoid like other social interactions knowing that I have sufficient social mm. interaction in the VAC itself. But it didn't satisfy me to a certain extent. Uh, the reason I say that is because in the, in the time it felt fine, you know? But I remember my sophomore year, this was like the biggest change. I had like a, a Spanish oral, mm. like more like a presentation. And I was doing it with Jonah and Brenner. Mm. And, <laughs> and like, I remember going up to do this presentation and when it was my time to speak, I was so anxious. I had like my teeth chattering and stuff oh, like wow. that. I was actually so stressed. And I remember like completely bombing and get, got quiet as hell in the classroom. <laughs> I was just, I was standing there. I was just like, hey, I hated say hot or is it? so much. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. Is, is it hot? Or is it... <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> right. And, um, yeah, like just really being anxious and that night I like was sitting in, on my bed and my crisscross applesauce I was just down and I was like you know what I don't like how I felt then so I was like you know what let me see and this was like a very interesting line of thought for I don't know in my opinion for like mm-hmm. a 15 year old kid it's like I want to change that mm-hmm. and I, I don't want it to be that way when I present ever again wow. so I like really thought like I was trying to practically break it down in my little 15 year old mind like what can I do that will make you had so much (laughs) self-awareness that like that I just didn't want to feel that kind of discomfort it was more of like fear like of not wanting to be like that yeah 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 it's also like how I view myself wasn't aligning because in my head it's like I can present in front of the UN (laughs) (laughs) but in reality in my Spanish class I'm just like oh god So I, I wanted to like work on that, and I thought it would be handy. Wow! And so I decided that I would, like, I was like, how how can I do that though? So I got to know every single person in my Spanish class, mm. and it worked because the next time I had a presentation, I knew everyone there. I didn't feel uncomfortable, so I just spoke, and it worked out. People liked it, and I just got started to get to know everybody in my other classes. So just in case I had mm. to present or step up and do something, I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the complete shift of, like, my social life in mm. high school. Where it was, like, originally kept to myself. I'd play soccer with Matthew Vega and stuff. I don't yeah. know if... We used to be goofballs. We'd go in front of the I school. remember watching you guys during lunch. One, one bounce. Yeah. yeah. We, we would hit people with our soccer yeah. ball. All <laughs> oh, my friends would be like, ah! <laughs> We're such girly Actually, girls. Yes, I remember you with um, Beza. Yeah. Chloe Ellie, and stuff. Sarah, Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I saw Ellie pretty recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, oh my it was at Cameron's little Halloween gig. Mm. A little function. Um, so yeah, like we used to just play one bounce. I don't know if you guys know this game. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we would just kick the ball as high as we could. You could let it bounce once and before it touches the ground a second time, you have to touch it and oh. you have to keep it going like that. And we'd we'd launch it into the air and it would hit people occasionally and i remember like, oh that's what that game was yeah. i thought you guys were just being stupid no no it was such, just a, it's such a fun game people would join in all the time Interesting. like pe- it was like a really it was also like one of the most amazing things about high school because people would walk by and see us like running around in front of the school Good and times. um mr fernandez our principal at the time like came out and gave us pizza 
Oh. He was like, this is what we like to see in the community. And I, I, just, I just hit a girl with a soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, thank you. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. I love this. <laughs> wow. But that's amazing that like, well, you know, we do have to go through uncomfortable situations to really like grow from it and yeah. like to to evolve and, and be better. And that was, yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm glad that you took initiative in that because some people, you know, like aren't able to do that or have enough support to like kind of get out of that situation or don't have resources or know what to do exactly in those moments and i'm sure that like has helped you and led you into where you are now like when i hear dag maui like anyone i will talk to like i love dag maui he's so kind like he's so nice to talk to and you are like it, it, it really is true like you really radiate this like Cause I'm sure before you just wanted like, um, like you, you got to know people. Right. And that makes people feel comfortable. That makes people feel like known and acknowledged. Right. And you also at the same time in reflection, you wanted to feel the same thing as well. And like, I always believe whatever you radiate will also happen to you. And I feel like that's exactly what happened. It it, it was something interesting. I noticed that I, I don't know. I just didn't see it that often was, uh, people just wanted to be treated as human beings. Mm. And in high school, it's very easy to just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to turn my head and acknowledge these people I'm right. walking past in the hallway. But I used to, I would just, if I see, if I make eye contact with somebody, just like head nod, just like, mm. how you doing? And like actually talk to people. And over, like, it didn't matter who you were. I didn't really care. I was more interested in like what you're up to. Mm. And over time that like really... Like, I remember I would just, like, shake people's hands in the hallway and be like, hey, how you doing? It's, it's been a while. You too. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it, it completely was born from a place of, like, like originally, like, stress. And right. It became the opposite of it, like, more of, like, a relief. Mm. And um, that, like, the reason why, like, that story, at least to me, like, is really important is because, I guess, in, like, in our lives, I don't know if, Excuse me, I don't want to assume, but um, I feel like I have turning points for the most part Mm. where that, if I didn't sit on my bed crisscross applesauce, listening to Spotify, (laughs) G-Eazy, I think it was, (laughs) I I think it was, uh, I wouldn't be who I am today Mm. at all. Mm -hmm. Like probably wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. Yeah. And just simply because I'd be uncomfortable too. And that's so bad a reason in my opinion to mm. not live life or especially communicate with people that's the most interesting part about life you know like you're like every day we're like striving to do and find something new and you could just hear it from pauline and and gil <laughs> yeah <laughs> we see you <laughs> yeah that's amazing um yeah that word being like uncomfortable it's like I feel like that was a a big theme in high school for a lot of people like for me I where was I (laughs) um the first few years were kind of blurry but uh (laughs) I knew that I was just there and then wanted to get out like Mm. as soon as possible like I knew I had a lot ahead of me and I was always doing something like I was always pretty active and like in terms of what will help me in the future, right? Like college is such a big, you know, thing when you're in high school. Um, that's kind of like what your whole high school career is based around, like yeah. what you're going to do in the real world, right? Um, in terms of social life for me, like it was pretty hard because I, f- like I was 
you, of course, when you come from middle school to high school, like you kind of be with the same people that you're comfortable with and know. And eventually, I like I did meet new people, but there was a time where I like I just didn't feel like like comfortable in a sense where I felt like I could grow like in different ways. But it was like just the specific people I was around and like not like to to like make them feel better at all. It's just like where I was at mentally Mm -hmm. like what was I I was experiencing at home like it's just like I felt like there was other things I would want to talk about and I think that made more sense when I got out of high school because like I made a lot of like like intimate and genuine friendships and these people are older than me so I feel like my mindset back in high school was just like I was ready to get out because I knew there was something more yeah um but then again, I was still trying to, like, figure that out. I never really had, like, a set, set group. I guess I would for lunch. But in general, like, I would kind of be floating as well. Like, I could talk to anybody. But I didn't put, like... I also had my guard up, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I always felt like... I don't know. It's just, like... I also had that fear of, like, holding on and then realizing that that friendship might not, you know, last, too. Mm-hmm. It was very hard to, like, yeah, balance friendships for me in high school um but I guess it it worked in the end because it just even if I didn't have that many close close friends um like best friends like we would use that term best friend so much in high school and when you're older it's like it doesn't really make it doesn't really matter I I still run into people who (laughs) like like best friends it's like yeah you know as long as you're my friend yeah if you need me call me you know like that that's let it be at that yeah Uh, like how many close friends could you even really have exactly it's like you're in high school trying to make as many friends as possible yeah there's also something else i realized it's like yeah i'm talking to everybody in my class trying to get to know them but it's very superficial exactly and like i don't even mean to say that in like a like a for any of those who are listening like I'm sure we had great friendships, right? Oh, like, yeah, because, yeah. But our, back Except then, for... <laughs> our, 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 our standards of friendship were so different than how they are now. Like, I know a lot of people like had fallouts with best friends, but because they were only holding on for, for the number of years they were t- together, like friends, like they set that, they were counting, you know, the things that they did towards each other. But yeah. it's like, when you get older, like you don't have time to see your friends every day anymore. It's like you count friendship in a different way it's like the time the energy just to talk for a few minutes like that's not what i count as you know good friendships genuine friendships and i feel like where i'm not at now it's like everything happens for a reason and i'm just grateful that i'm in a space where i have people who are like-minded who come from different backgrounds too yeah so the conversation has like really shifted from like what necessarily like everything i was in of like, you know, when you're in high school specifically, like when you talk with people, it's always about like something very short term. You yes. Know what I mean? But now it's much more like mindsets and what. Oh set my gosh, that's so true. Mindsets. And uh, like, that's, I feel like cafes, like what you were saying, like cafe vibes, like adults, you see them in movies or in real life, yeah. just sitting down with a mug and just talking. And yeah. it's. It's like I I don't have that many hair products. I can't, <laughs> I can't just rat, rattle that off for like an hours and probably what I thought when I was in high school. Oh but my now gosh. it's like the thing I strive for like a lot. Actually. We're just trying to live out uh, here. Yeah, I'm trying to live. <laughs> I'm just trying to see how you live. Yeah. Like <laughs> like what are you doing? That's right. I love like uh, 
self-critique in high school was like harsh because you know we didn't have time for it yeah we and, really didn't and and like like that like though i might have decided to branch out like there's still things i like wouldn't acknowledge or try to fix like i would yeah. run into that fact that i had very superficial relationships mm. and didn't try to change those or cut those off and i'm not saying that that's necessary but at times it's good to acknowledge what kind of relationship you have with people yeah like uh, you should definitely strive for more genuine yeah like friendships where you can grow like yeah. yeah so consistently now it's a uh, always being like genuine to to who we are you know mm. which is i think slightly different because in high school it's like who am i going to be Ugh, instead yeah yeah and, those um, last two years junior and senior yeah. it's like really like they're throwing life at you it's like you gotta be prepared and like i'm so grateful for those you know the things that they taught us but i feel like what really happened afterwards is like so different you're like oh yeah they don't teach you a lot of things about life in high school it's just like college apps like yeah. majors so let's talk about that Oh. Right, so fast forward to senior year, right? We just graduated. Crazy. Oh my gosh, I remember that day. That was a good I remember day. I took a Snapchat when I used Snapchat back then, and me and me and Abby were right next to each other. We were like, yeah, and she like yawned. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after graduation, actually no, let's talk about a little bit before. So, what were your ideas? Like, what were what were you thinking about during that time? Like. What were you planning for after high school? What was what was all of that? I I think I came to a point where it's like up until I turned eighteen and everything, I've always been consistently thinking about my future and hmm. what I was gonna do. And uh, this was like another critique, whether it be right or wrong. When I got to senior year, I was like, why don't I just live in the now more? Mm. And uh, I that decided, was right after. That was oh excuse me, a, a little bit actually. Mm. It was a mix because like, I did start working and adulting more but at the same time i wanted to and really i was like realizing for the first time like man i'm getting old mm. like soon i won't be able to do anything <laughs> <laughs> you know like all my friends are going to be like after this summer everything's going to be different like people mm. i usually see every day i'm probably going to see sometimes every six months or so so i really wanted to milk that experience right and i i did and it, it was fun it was unhealthy <laughs> yeah. but it was overall i don't regret anything and it, it's it was a really good really good insight and to like a, a great way to like like a send-off mm. from that like childhood mindset for the most part mm. because i get to still live as a high school kid i mean like now it's i feel like it's completely different like uh like uh just in general i don't know I honestly didn't speak with myself in high school, so I don't really know how I really was. Mm. Like, people will say certain things. I'm like, really? I, don't know. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> but, um, like, now it's... I feel like I'm such a different person. And uh, th those were, like, very formative years. Mm. Like, um, there's a word, and it's, like, it's called sonder. I really think about this word. And I've been mm. thinking about it more in general. And it's about, like basically a short definition is like people and they're like like the realization more so of like other people's realities in a sense like mm. your life and everything is as complex if not more complex than mine mm. you know and uh that realization started to hit more and that started to affect how i 
acted and moved and it's like am i being inconsiderate and stuff Mm. like that just because like like my my roommate the other day was talking he he asked me um uh, i'm gonna butcher this so bad but it was something about if you're like you when you when you always take or if you're like if you're always ready to grab or take something that takes it away from someone else it's like Mm. a like an inherent selfishness that you may not be aware of at all so i was realizing that that me having my my fun and stuff was kind of neglecting like my home life a little bit and also relationships with people like the uh i would have superficial relationships with some of the best people i never met Mm. and then i'd have stronger relationships with the people i didn't really you know like connect with on a deeper level so it was like a a a strong time of uh like reflection for Mm. the most part wow yeah (laughs) <laughs> it, it was a lot <laughs> that is a lot i mean yeah we we probably all went through a lot i think yeah. where i was at like i was so ready and set on college because that's just all, what all my childhood was like running towards like what it was expected of me to go to college and i did go to college community college to study to be a teacher or actually let's talk about before that i was going to be an art major <laughs> oh my gosh that's oh my gosh that's why i was like dad like i really wanted your perspective because you dedicated art uh, we're dedicated to art all in high school we we were both in a magnet program but you were one of the only people i knew in the art program that was like oh no i'm not going to art school and i'm like what like you're just wasting your time like why are you here dad because it's fun (laughs) and then you would tell me like you know like my um for the money and then you were in really interested and i was like okay cool and then i'm over here i never even went to art school so <laughs> that just goes to show that that life changes your passions change yeah. and like really? that's something that like i feel like adults back like when we we're younger don't encourage like don't tell you that it's okay to switch majors to switch passions like they really want you to be set on one thing and that was like really one of my challenges to accept it's like am i really like am i willing to follow what i actually want to do what i feel comfortable with um and it took some time time like i'm still dealing with like not needing to fit the expectations of what people have of me all the time like i can do (laughs) i can do (laughs) Kill <laughs> your stomach. <laughs> I'll cut that. <laughs> I'll cut that. It was just so distracting. We're leaving that in. <laughs> just, just imagine. Oh my god. I'll cut that. <laughs> um, you just exposed my man. Well, you're you're right in front of me. Um, what was I saying? Gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. It's like I, I'm still dealing with it now. It's like trying to make decisions that. Um, that will also be intentional, um, because for so long after high school, like with college, with careers, with what I had to do in terms of finance, like I had to put a lot of things on the side that I had to like, it was disappointing, but that's just life. Like, I feel like a lot of students in our class also had to do that. Like, like put what they wanted to the side or have to sacrifice, sacrifice and priorities was such a big thing when we left like you have to really figure out like what is important but also like it's just you're also in a a season of compromise too it's like compromising what you love for the sake of others it's like it's a lot it is a lot (laughs) i had the same like 
like major like I mean I I completely stuck with my original in, like intention like I wanted to go and study bio uh, originally pediatrics but mm. not that anymore mm -hmm. uh, art school was a huge prospect there are times or like especially around my sophomore year of college I could not stop thinking about like I should have went to art school just because that was something I, I wanted to do, but just never felt comfortable with it because of expectations. So I like really wondered about it, but at the same time, the, re the main reason I didn't go was because I never listened to Miss Harris or Miss Walsh. Mm. I just kind of taught myself the trade of uh, art drawing. Mm -hmm. So I, I thought, nah, I, at a, a really a, a place of ego, I was like, I don't need it. <laughs> like, like I, don't, I don't need to go to art school I'll just get good on my own right and I haven't been drawing so mm, <laughs> that yeah. shows um yeah like the whole I haven't really thought about that really I'm mm. not gonna lie like yeah what I did like my summer or after I, I just remember it, like, it, it, it just jumps to like my memory it just jumps jump. to freshman year me too college yeah you're just glad that you're out of there and it's like yeah whatever happens happens and one thing that I can say about um, switching passions and stuff, like, although I'm not in art school and, like, I couldn't go mainly for financial reasons and just, like, family reasons, it's, like, I'm glad at least that art followed me along the way mm -hmm. um, in different ways. And yeah. I think that's one thing that we, we don't talk more about is, like, um, your passions can stem in different areas and you'll never expect that. Like, even though I'm not doing fine arts all the time like yeah. getting a canvas and paint and having all this set up um and doing like commission work all the time like I found ways to use my art and creativity in different ways like this is a form of art that I never thought I'd get into there's so much like behind the scenes of like graphics and everything and like all of that came in handy and I think that's like a true testimony in itself it's just like the things you seem you'd like feel like you regretted that you didn't continue like yeah. eventually they will foster later on they will. like nothing like everything happens for a reason it's like um i feel like being open and being accepting of what's happening in the now is so important because we were just so set on like okay what's next but like what's next like what are you gonna do like how are you gonna sustain yourself it's like no like we can like cherish what's happening right now you know yeah, you know it's, it's very important to to never forget that the now exists you know yeah and i think we're in that season right now in our in our age right now because it's like we're just trying to in the midst of a pandemic like we're just trying to live as 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 well as we can yeah i think another thing to talk about too um is success our ideas on success and how what was it before and how is it now what is right what is success well like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Legit. I mean, I don't know if, if uh, again, like I don't want to speak for other people. Right. But when I was younger, uh, there was like an undertone of money. Oh, for sure. And money and uh, it was like, a, like I, I don't know. It's definitely where I came from. But it's money and like self-image and I mm. guess like uh, there, there's, a, there's a better word for it. It starts with a P. <laughs> but... um. Basically, uh, I won't know. Not gonna bother me. <laughs> I don't know words. I don't know. Words. This guy is blue. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, yeah, like like projecting uh, like a certain like image of myself and stuff like that, 
and uh and being like stable because i remember mm. my dad when i like left high school i remember i wanted to work, <laughs> work at domino's and he was like no you're not working at domino's mm. i was like why i'm broke dad <laughs> i need some money and serve some, like give them people some brownies and pizza and he's like no like oh. i don't want you to work there because those are the jobs i had to work mm. he's like i work so hard so you wouldn't have to and I completely understand where he comes from. Like, that hit so hard. And I was like, damn, I guess I'm not working at Domino's. <laughs> Dang. Oh. <laughs> no discount. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> we are not eating well. <laughs> but, but, but um, like, uh, he, uh, like, it gave, like, I think it came from both, like, a place of love, but also, like, his own stresses. Mm, and and for sure. what he wanted to reflect. Like, he, I don't know, he felt like a sort of shame that he worked that way. Or, like, he didn't like being seen working like that. Which I think is a dangerous mentality because if you're broke, get a job, mm-hmm. you know, like what you can get, save up your money and then do what you want to do, mm. which is, which is, I think probably a better way of looking at it. And as I got older, like this might seem obvious, but from the things I've been taught and told, that was a realization I had to come to mm. where it's like, I don't, if I need money, just get a job, work for a while mm. and then move on and then do what I actually want to do. And, uh, that that took some time and it's still taking time for me to be comfortable like that complete comfort with i don't know just not necessarily being because i don't think that being content is success mm. like i think that that's a dangerous like misconception like mm. if you're just comfortable, be too comfortable there's no change and mm. if you're not changing like like you're gonna not only be left behind which is a terrible feeling but also um where was i going with this <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know you're just gonna look back on yourself and Mm. it like those that that staying in the same place means that you're not chasing or pursuing those dreams that you once had Mm. you know like right now like you're pursuing your arts and stuff like that and if you like hadn't or decided that you didn't want to or it's like a state of limbo sort of you know what i mean and there's a reason why like like limbo is such like a even though these people aren't really doing anything and stuff like that it's just like such a negative thing because it feels like you're dead already you know Mm. you're not living and living is like a balance between that like conflict like strife and like not necessarily pleasure because yeah that's but it's more like but like that that strife builds character and personality and Mm -hmm. and like overall experience makes it worth living for sure yeah, yeah. Um, I think from like a second gen standpoint, it's like it's always an issue. Like it's always something that you're trying to figure out. I think for me, um, the idea of success was, um, I mean, yes, like like money, be, you know, being able to sustain yourself is so important, you know, going to school and, and all of that. But I feel like um, um, we don't highlight enough like what it takes to get there. It's like, it's really like people expect that it will happen like overnight, which is not the case. And when you immediately feel like something's wrong, like you don't know what to do at that point. It's like, Mm -hmm. do you give up? Do you drop it? Like, do you keep going? It's such a hard thing to navigate. And I think when it comes to success for me, I feel like I do, as I get older, I do appreciate more of, of what my mom has done for me and what example she wanted to set and what she wanted me to, you know, like what she doesn't want me to do in the future because out of fear she, of her own experience. Yeah. But for me, I feel like although I take those into consideration, I had to consider 
um, what is success to me in a personal way? Because like you said, like parents will project what success is to them on you and yeah. you're kind of set on that. And then it doesn't give you much um, space to wiggle, wiggle around or like discover or be curious, you know? And I feel like that's like kind of where I am right now. And I really like how you said that um, being content, like it's, although it's good to be content, like you can't stay there forever. And mm -hmm. I think I'm, that's where I'm at right now. I'm s learning to like slow down so I can be content because before my mind was just like, you need more, you need more, like it's never going to be enough. And so now I'm like kind of transitioning into like, okay, now you're content. Like it's time to do work yeah. that is um, genuine to you. Like that means something to you, mm -hmm. you know, and to put in the work. So it's a, it's a lot of things. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> uh, like early in college, like I was doing well in school, but I was very content. I was just like, I'm just going to go day by day, mm. get my assignment done and stuff like that and it's a, a too comfortable basically just uh i just gotta do this i don't have to do anything else you know yeah. this is the only thing that's required of me and stuff like that and yeah i did work and stuff but i, I didn't dedicate myself to my own life mm. in a way mm. and a little bit later i decided that i was going to do the exact opposite and work my ass off and really overdo <laughs> and i realized that both were like different ends of like misery if you know what i mean like different ends of the spectrum but both brought me misery and i realized that like somewhere in the middle and it's like a balance that you can have that's really mm. it's, it's like where i want to be at and it's hard to i feel like that'll that never end yeah exactly it's yeah. like we'll always be trying to like have that equilibrium but... yeah there's always that what next idea mm -hmm. you know it's like oh, what do i do now that yeah. i did what i always want like you get your dreams i think i remember I remember I read like a graphic novel a little while ago and this guy, he's, uh, I think it was Dream and Dream was talking about like how funny people are and he's like the people, they always, like the funny part about getting what you always want is that you no longer want it anymore. Mm. If you know what I mean. Like you mm -hmm. have it now and you're like, okay, oh, gosh, what's yeah. next? What do I want now? Right. And that it's a very human thing and yeah, you're shaking your head no. No, no, no. Like it's because I, I relate so much yeah. because like I've been working since I was like a sophomore in high school. And so it was not until just this year mm. where I like stopped, like things changed. And I finally understood and got to experience what a day off meant, <laughs> what a weekend meant. Mm. And oh my gosh, like I was at that point where it's like I was making a lot of money, but it's like, why now what? Like I'm still devastated. Right. And so it's like, um, people find their joy and happiness in different things. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just for money. It was just, it just wasn't that. And that's something that I was always told that I need to have as much as I could to hold on. So to so much money as I could for, to be stable. Right. But it's like do we, the things I get to go through to get that. I don't know. It just wasn't yeah. a s successful life to me, you know, trust me. Like I've, I've met, like it's not that I met so many rich people. I met like five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, none of them were what I would consider, or like none of them were mentally in like a state that I would want to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they have hypothetically everything that you can ask for. Really, they they have no financial worries and stuff like that. But really, 
uh, unhealthy mindsets mm-hmm. that got them to that point. You know what I mean? Like it really drove and pushed them to be like, okay, I need this. Mm-hmm. And now that they have it, they're just like kind of like squandering their health, if you know what I mean. Like they, they, they held on to it for that money. And now that they have their money, there's nothing else really. And, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a interesting thing because they, they cut off everyone in their lives mm-hmm. to, to get that thing. And then now they're alone. They're, they're facing the consequences of that. Yeah. It's, 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 sometimes people don't explore themselves and other people. So when the time comes when they're 30, 40 years old and they try to, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a learned thing. It's not something you just get up and go, I'm going to go do this right now. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, or I mean, you can, but there's, there's a little bit of a hurdle and changing your life is one of the harder things to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I was like around our age now. I mean, I feel like we're like a critical point where people are graduating from high school and stuff or college, Jesus. And um, since people are graduating, they're really thinking about like what's next and stuff like that. We're always going to be thinking that. (laughs) Yeah. And and this is like, it's a big point where people are actually like getting what they wanted. You know what I mean? Mm. Like people have been wanting that degree. Like you said, like college, like what am I going to do? But that that was the big thing. It's like, well, after college, I'll figure out what's after. Mm. Like in college, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I have to do. And this is the next big thing and now it's done mm. and we're like this is the thing i always wanted and now i still feel the same way i did when i came in mm. <laughs> i think that's that's a good point i feel like what I, one of the big lessons i've learned is that um i feel like getting obtaining that degree internally like deep down guys that's not like really what you are needing for fulfillment like some of us are doing it in need of acceptance for a family or like financial struggles or something like that or to feel accomplished right Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's nothing wrong I still have high respect for all of my friends who are still chasing that degree and I tell them like I'm never the type to discourage like yes my my outlook on education has changed so much over time especially as a teacher oh my gosh you Mm. just learn so much (laughs) about the school system but (laughs) I told them I told dad this dude I was like dude that's your story like you're almost done, right? You should not end. You should not quit. That's just your story. Um, but I always tell them that whatever internal thing that you're trying to fill, like that joy that you want to experience, it can happen right now. Like six, what you define as a, a successful life, um, and that's not counting money and how much you make or what your degree is. Like you can experience that now. And I feel like like that has to be talked more especially with college students mm-hmm. because all they're looking at is what will happen after tomorrow they're and that's how the tomorrow. corporate world is it's like you have to do x y and z to get x amount of money you know you have to work this amount of hours to like obtain what you want right um but i'm talking about just like fulfillment in general like you mm-hmm. can experiencing it you can experience it right now yeah. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like eases the tension a lot too. Um, and I feel like just more vulnerability in that area of like being like, you know, I'm here, I'm like surviving and it's like, I'm just glad that I'm in the position right, where I am right now, you know, cause a lot of people are more privileged than other people. And yeah. so it's just like being grateful for the now is so yeah, important. What you, what you have now is very important. Don't get lost. Yeah, don't feel like stuff. after you, you graduate, then you'll experience happiness. I feel like that's something that yeah. is not, it's, it's just bad information, yeah, bad advice. Yeah, really, really, really <laughs> bad information. It's not like, yeah, you're just not going to get something and then 
I am perfect. Yeah. You know, like I've, I've done it all. Like, right. no, it's, it's a constant battle. Um, like they're like people I know, some of my roommates are mechanical engineers and they find it very fulfilling. And it's like basically in, in short, what I was going to say is just be genuine to who you are. Mm -hmm. If you love numbers and math and building stuff, go for it. Mm -hmm. If you want to be an electrician, hell yeah. <laughs> like, like if you want to go to trade school, whatever it is, like you want to do, I, I say go for it. Um, school is more fulfilling than people say mm -hmm. it is. I mean, I feel like nowadays, like there's a big shift away from school. Like, I have my younger cousins who are deciding they're not going to college. And I I have faith in them. I, I, like, I, I know these kids are smart. Yeah. I know that they're talented young men. It's The thing is, there's such a strong idea that they have to go to college. Now that they're not, they're like, yeah. I have nothing. Yeah, there should be, there should be more conversations on, like... Outside, what, like, what you can do. What you can do and the potential that you have. Yeah. Not because, like, you have to do it. Like, there's no motivation in that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, my, my cousin loves music and stuff like that. And I hope that, like, like he's not going to college. I hope he pursues that music, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just because, mm -hmm. like, different avenues open up doors for you. And you might not think about it. Like, this podcast, for example. Like, do what you want to do. And, mm. and you're, you're, like... You might not be making a boatload of money off of this, but I bet you feel somewhat good yeah. doing this. Like, yeah. If it's genuine to Pauline. Hmm. For yeah. sure. And I think like one last thing to add before you wrap it up. It's like yeah. um, you can, I feel like the now that things are so fast, now like people can get money so fast in terms of like social media and all that. It's like there's nothing wrong with having a nine to five. I just want to say that clear because that's I'm still kind of working part time. <laughs> and um, I know the strive and like the comparison of like I have like those who are self-employed nowadays online and stuff like, yeah, that's like a dream. But like there's a lot of people working the nine to five that are so happy and they still like have if they still have the will and the desire to do little hobbies that they still enjoy in the meantime, you know what I mean? I know a lot mm -hmm. of people are miserable and, and they're ashamed when they tell me that they're, they have a nine to five and that they can't, and they tell me that they can't, you know, experience happiness or do what they love. And I'm like, what mm -hmm. I had to learn my hurdle was like, I had to learn that I can still work a nine to five. Um, I just have to, um, you know, uh, uh, be willing myself and have that drive and desire to like fit in things I do love you know so I just mm -hmm. want to tell someone out there who like is like oh because people will say it's oh it's so easy for you to like say that you know that you have like all this equipment and then you have your podcast and stuff yeah. and all these followers and they're like no I still work <laughs> dude yeah <laughs> I'm just making time for what I love because this is what helps me keep going I'm not getting paid for this like yeah. I'm just doing it because I enjoy it and I think that's also one thing to really highlight. It's like yeah. you you don't have you don't have to live what how everyone else is living or mm -hmm. it's so easy to like be to compare yourself to like how people's lifestyles are. But yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> all great things we talked Fantastic. about. I guess a last pondering thought, a question I have for you, which I love to do at the end, is um, what would you say to your younger self, your high school self? Um, if you were talking to that person right here, like any advice Ooh, if I could, like, sit or just down. like, yeah, it's <laughs> like right there. No, I, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell are you wearing? <laughs> I mean, 
Oh my god. I, oh my god. Probably put my arm around myself. Mm. I'd probably be like my younger self would be like, who's this guy? <laughs> I'd be like, hey, <laughs> hey. Mm. <laughs> but it, it would just be like more wholesome. I, I don't think I would tell him what happens. Mm. Like I, I don't, I don't think I would give him too many tidbits. I just tell him to take a breather. Mm-hmm. Like relax a little bit and then have a little faith. Like it's, I used to stress so much about where I'd be when I'm 21, 22, and now I'm here. I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be the same way in a way. I'd like embrace Pauline at the time and yeah. also be like, what were you wearing? And also, why your eyebrows that thin? And <laughs> also oh. like. <laughs> Um, but also like tell my younger self that it's like, you're, you're okay. Like to take things one step at a time. And, um, just like the one tidbit I would give was like, um, be open to change. Yes. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Be open to change. 100%. Because we don't want to be wrong at that age. Like we don't want to be wrong. We don't want to like fail. So I would just say like, be open to change. Things might change and. Just know that whatever change happens and whatever um, has to be done in that season, it's like it's supposed to happen for you to grow. So, yeah, yeah. I prefer not to like tell myself too much and be like, oh, May 2nd, <laughs> don't drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like something crazy like that, because I feel like everything that's happened has made me who I am. Exactly. The good, the bad the uncomfortable yeah all that yeah, stuff. Uh. yeah so shout out to class of 2018 <laughs> um if we didn't talk we can talk now yeah yeah uh, shoot an email to <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah you can um yeah you can message us and yeah. i i don't know i i always find i well i'm still awkward if i see someone at like like Safeway or something and I'm like oh wait you went to my school like I do not say I'm so shy (laughs) but if you'd like to talk yeah I feel like it'd be really cool yeah yeah no like same same. (laughs) send me a dm yeah just for like the 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 purpose of like saying that like hey we're here too like we're if you just want to say hi we're just yeah and we're like living life as much as you are and and trying to make it through so yep thank you dag no problem this was was fun i'm glad you had fun this is really sick and time flew by yeah yeah so such great topics thank you so much for being so vulnerable so be so so open um and being a great friend No, thank you for inviting me and <laughs> inviting me, letting me be vulnerable. Yeah. And ruining your podcast. Oh. It's my podcast <laughs> The now. views go down. <laughs> it's it's, um, it's, but it's yeah. Gil and my podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you were able to take something with you. Um, and I hope you're encouraged, most importantly. I love conversations like this. And um, if you really like episodes like this, please subscribe. Um, and please <laughs> please subscribe. And um, also, I don't like... Like? Oh, and also like. like. See, obviously, Ring I'm not good at promoting. I forgot. We're on YouTube now. So by the time this comes out, it should be on YouTube. I'm still getting used to this. I'm not very good at promoting myself. But those who have been so loyal to me and being on this podcast for a very long time, like I'm so grateful because um, doing this just allows me to reconnect again with people like, like Dag. So... Um, I'll catch you in the next episode. Don't forget to always love, to always be curious, and to always ponder. Bye!
Yay. <laughs> How long was that? 